special broadcast, The Insane State of Ufology, bonus episode of the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast live edition. Welcome to the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast, where we explore the unexplained and mysterious phenomena that have occurred throughout the state of Michigan and beyond. From UFO sightings to ghostly encounters, we delve deep into the stories, the evidence, and the theories behind these strange events. We are your hosts. I'm Michelle. And I'm Wayne. We are an educator duo that after an encounter with a triangular UFO in 2018 in Michigan, we decided to investigate UFOs and the paranormal. In this podcast, we will be speaking with eyewitnesses, experts, and researchers to uncover the truth about some of the most intriguing cases of paranormal activity in and around Michigan. Our goal is not to convince anyone of the existence of these phenomena, but rather to provide a platform for discussion and exploration. So, buckle up and join us on this journey down the paranormal rabbit hole. On an escalator. All right, Michelle, it's a double header, man. I was going to say, it feels like we were just here. We were just here. So, all right, everybody, welcome to another live edition of the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. Say that 10 times fast. (laughs) Good thing I don't smoke. Jeez. But this is a special emergency broadcast today as we will discuss the most recent events in ufology. It is the 11th of June, 2023 at the time of this recording, and we are live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So if you are joining us here live, then you will first be the first to hear this content as the audio version will be released later on tonight. So we are doing this because, uh, well, we don't have a show next Saturday because I will be attending the Cosmic Summit. Um So, yeah, so I'm going to try to do some live streams from there, but we'll see how that goes. Ah, We do have a special treat tonight or today, whatever the time is for you. But Guy Merritt will be joining us as a special guest co-host on this one and getting his commentary. So it's going to be very, very important um, that we're going to discuss this. And uh we spoke to our lawyers and everything, and Michelle has something that she needs to read. So we have a disclaimer. <clears throat> Wayne is going to be saying some things that may not sit well with some people out there, especially other experiencers. However, his opinions and criticisms in no way discount or call into question your individual experience. This critique is only in regards to the recent happenings that involve whistleblower statements and a potential Las Vegas UFO crash. Wayne also reserves the right to be completely wrong and change his opinion multiple times in the days to come. Thank you. Somebody had to do it. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> but, um, um, 
Oh my God. Um, well, no. it, you know, we, we've got a couple members in chat to uh, say hello <laughs> to Hellfire Studios, of course. Hey, dude. And then also uh, Paradox Fossils, Alan from Missouri. And uh, Tony's here. Hello, Tony. Oh, man. You know, oh my God. So for those of you that are in the live chat, if you want to engage with us in the conversation, um, we got a lot of material to cover, but uh, we will try to catch your comments. Um, there's going to be a lot going on and a lot of screen sharing and things like that. So uh, so either put it in all caps or if you want to do like, you know, at Michigan UFO. We found one member last night. Yes. Whenever she was putting things in all caps, it was like shadow banning her questions. Kind of like my Facebook when I share the YouTube video. Yeah, it, man, really strange. But yeah, so um, in the YouTube chat, it helps if you do like at and start typing Michigan UFO sightings and just hit that tab button and it'll automatically fill in uh uh, the name and it'll highlight your question to us. So that always helps. But anyways, we're glad you guys are joining us here. No guy, you're Sunday. not going to jail. <laughs> He's asking, am I going to jail again? Again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Facebook jail. Yeah. I don't know. Mine is shadow banned. Facebook allows some things to go through, but anything with the YouTube uh, yeah. show, it, nothing, not a single thing. Hey, Lisa Bowden is here. All right. Hey, Lisa, Lisa. Lisa made it. Welcome, Lisa. Good to see you. Um, you know, as always, we want to say that this live show and the podcast happened because of all of you guys. Um, so and we want to thank you, the viewers, the listeners for all the amazing support. Um, if you want to help support the podcast, the links are below uh, in the show description, PayPal, Patreon, Linktree. Um, but one of the best ways you can support uh, with supporting our show is to like, share and subscribe, especially on YouTube. Their algorithms are crazy. Yeah, especially since we're still below that 1000 mark. And I think it likes keeping, you know, the little guy down. It's like squashing people down. Yeah, it is. So, um, well, Tony just put something in chat that I thought was worth mentioning here. He says it's Sunday. He went to church <laughs> and uh, all of his sins from last week are gone. Amen. All right. That's how you do it. It's all like right. clean slate every week. <laughs> uh, all right. So just a quick couple shout outs like we do with every show. We've got our Patreon members. We have Ava H, Tabin R, and Cheryl G. Thank you for your continued support. And, and hopefully you'll still be a supporter after this show. <laughs> Again, so, you just rewind, watch the yeah. disclaimer. Right, right. So, yeah, so th there's been a lot of hot button topics. And I just found out from Cheryl Acosta, who we had on the show not too long ago, who will be returning, by the way, end of July. We're going to have uh, Cheryl Acosta back on the show. And she said that there was a... um what a, uh, an article in the New York times recently, I haven't seen it yet, but they really rip apart David Grush and Bob Lazar. And they're not very kind about it. Um, I can't speak to it because I haven't read it. I've been focusing on the events of the last few days and not even the new Stephen Greer stuff that was happening this weekend 
at the um what is it the the dc press club was going on so there there is a whole lot going on all at the same time and i think that might be a little bit of the problems that we're seeing here and understanding a events and a timeline so the i would timeline. the timeline is going to be very interesting mm -hmm. in um <clears throat> vegas so, baby <laughs> yeah vegas baby so there, there's a lot of um conflating of information and stuff so we're gonna try to pull that apart i see lunar sparkles has joined us so yes. welcome ah from sonoma country welcome welcome all right so let's first of all let's get the the co-host of the hour on here oh shit oh boy there he is seeks attention and fame from sketch ufo story sketchy I, it was supposed to be sketchy oh sketchy okay yeah i sketchy screwed up. ufo story i didn't Sorry take a nap that guy. yeah Hey, everybody, it's Guy Merritt. What's going on? Well, I'm here. I didn't take my nap. That's why I wrote sketch instead of sketchy. I was, you know, I'm 71 well, going on like 86. <laughs> aren't we all? Aren't we all? Internally, I'm like not Well, 71. you know, she she says over here on her name thing, she's crazy AF. <laughs> so I'm... <laughs> The sane one right there. <laughs> I wish I could change it to sketchy. I can't believe I missed a Y, but I do that kind of crap. You can in my do old it. Age. Hey, Larry, know. welcome aboard. Click what do on I the do? Three it? dots. Click on the three dots next to your picture, Let where your little it. microphone is. Just tell everybody uh, that your cat typed let me, it. <laughs> let me, I want to fix it, man. It's bugging me. The, Click three, on the dots, three dots. Yep. See edit, at the very top. Edit, edit name. name headline. Yeah, this is uh, high tech shit. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there you go. How, how do I look now? Younger? No, I guess. No, you look younger. The why you, you look but sketchy, sketchy is spelled right anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed a nap and I didn't get one. I've been working hard for a couple of weeks on the house. Hey, Lisa says. Hey, Lisa. Yeah. There she is. Nice to see you. Hellfire just asked, "Are we sure that we don't have it backwards with the sane one and the crazy AF?" <laughs> I'm official, officially uh, on summer vacation. Yeah. Uh, what is what does AF stand for? As Fubar. Okay. As Fubar. Uh, I don't know. I'm, Hold on. Check check uh, private chat. Hold on. See YouTube start like shadow banning us. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say something nasty. Hey, Bernie. Oh. Promise with duck. <laughs> Oh, I'm an old guy. I don't know there what this. Go. I don't know all this internet shorthand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the new. It's the new hieroglyphs. So. Right. Yeah, Lisa got it. Yeah. She spelled it with a ph. <laughs> phonetically. I didn't phonetically, know. that works. <laughs> hey, I'm out Bernie. of the. I'm out of the loop, man. You know. Yeah. Well, welcome to Bernie Miro, who has joined us today. So thank you for joining us. All right. So we're gonna go through this. And then at the end of this, I have an, a, a hypothesis that I have typed up in, in my thoughts. And I'm not going to say feelings because I'm not putting any feelings behind this. It's like it, three pages long. It, no, it's not. Jeez. <laughs> Two and a half. Yeah, you have an editor, huh? <laughs> so she thinks. <laughs> he didn't use chat GPT for it either. No, I did not. I hate AI. But okay, so let's go ahead and, and go through this. So. 
There's right. been a whole bunch of stuff that has happened pretty much all at the same time. And the mainstream media, as you see, are going to see has been kind of complicit in some of the things that have been going on. So we're going to go ahead and get started with, let me go ahead and share the screen and everybody. Um, if you're listening to this, I will have links to all of the, um, okay, where's my mouse at? Everything is frozen. Guy, can you still hear me? Yeah, you're fine. Huh. All right. Let me, let me check something here. Make sure the cat didn't chew through another cord, too. I know. No, yeah. it's just like I brought up the share screen thing and my mouse died. Charlie was just chewing on a laptop cord. You know, the power <laughs> cord to a laptop. I had to, like, whap him. He's about to electrocute him. There we go. I don't know what's going on with this. This is... All right. Anyways, everything started with this right here. On June 5th, Leslie Kean and Ralph Blumenthal released an article. And like I said, all the links for you people listening will be in the show notes, but we are going to read these articles and we're going to take a break in between here and, uh, you know, make some comments. But the article is the one that everybody's talked about on June 5th. It says intelligence officials say U.S. has retrieved craft of non-human origin. All right, so, Michelle, why don't you take it away for us? I got this. All right. A former intelligence official turned whistleblower has given Congress and the intelligence community inspector general extensive classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possess retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. The information, he says, has been illegally withheld from Congress, and he filed a complaint alleging that he suffered illegal retaliation for his confidential disclosures reported here for the first time. And stop. Gotcha. Stop. Okay. If this stuff all sounds familiar, it should. You know why it sounds familiar? Who's been saying this same exact stuff? Elizondo, right? Uh, Teacher. Yes. And, and all right, guy uh, in the back row there. Luis Elizondo? I don't know. That's one person, but who, who's been making the rounds lately? I don't know. Guy will give you another another chance. Not Bob uh, Lazar. I see Lisa uh, back I there mean, in the back Jeremy corner. Corbell. Lisa, I was going to say the same nope. thing. Not Jeremy Corbell. Three out of four doctors agree. Come on. I don't know. I'm out of, I'm the out doctor's of ideas. The hint. The doctor's the hint. Wow. I don't know. Dr. Steve, Stephen Greer. Dr. Stephen Greer. This is the exact same stuff that he's been saying for the last few years. All right, Michelle, continue. You'll okay. see why I say this. <clears throat> so other intelligence officials, both active and retired with knowledge of these programs through their work in various agencies, have independently provided similar uh corroborating information both mm -hmm. on and off the record. The whistleblower, David Charles Grush, 36, a decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan, is a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, otherwise known as NGA, and the National 
Reconnaissance Office, NRO. He served as the Reconnaissance Office's representative to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force from 2019 to 2021. From late 2021 to July 2022, he was the NGA's co-lead for UAP analysis and its representative to the task force. Okay, hard stop. So if he's into all this stuff, he's a former Afghanistan combat officer. He's in the NGA. Now, Guy, can you tell us which person do you think he's probably very close to? I'm afraid to guess because I, like, struck out so poorly. No, I'm just going to go with Luis Elizondo for every answer. Ding, ding, ding. Very good, sir. Go to the head of the class, right? You do. You move up. All right, Michelle, take it away. The task force was established to investigate what were once called unidentified flying objects or UFOs and are now officially called unidentified anomalous phenomena or UAP. I know. (laughs) The task force was led by the Department of the Navy under the office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. It has since been reorganized and expanded into the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office to include investigations of objects operating underwater. Arrow. Uh, (laughs) A-A-R-O. That's arrow. Yep. Drew said that the recoveries of partial fragments through uh, through and up to intact vehicles have been made for decades through the present day by the government, its allies, and defense contractors. Analysis has determined that these objects retrieved are of exotic origin, and then in parentheses, non-human intelligence, whether extraterrestrial or unknown origin, Based on the vehicle morphologies and material science testing and the possession of unique atomic arrangements and radiological signatures, he said. We've heard all of this before. All right, Michelle, go ahead. Okay, where'd you <laughs> right here in five? I was just responding in chat. So we've got some more folks right who there. have joined us. Hey Helen. Hey Joe. One of my former students has shown up. Hey. Wow. And then there's Mr. And Mr. C. C is here. Yep. Are we in filing his complaint? <laughs> All right. Yep. In filing his complaint, Grush is represented by a lawyer who served as the original intelligence community inspector general, the ICIG. We are not talking about prosaic origins or identities, Grush said, referencing information he provided Congress and the current ICIG. The material includes intact and partially intact vehicles. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I think this is a, I, my personal opinion. I remember my disclaimer. I can be wrong, but this guy worked with Elizondo in OSAP, a tip, dick tip, whatever you want to call it. I'm I'm really uh concerned at this point. So welcome Helen. I don't know. I, I think Go our ahead. chat is like calling it that like Elizondo has been grooming this guy. Uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep. In accordance with protocols, Grush provided the Defense Office of Pre-Publication and Security Review at the Department of Defense with the information he intended to disclose to us. His on-the-record statements were all cleared for open publication on April 4th and 6th, 2023, in documents provided to us. All right. So one thing I want to point out right here is in that previous, um, what is it, in his complaint, 
Grush represented by a lawyer who served as the original Intelligence Community Inspector General, ICIG. Remember that. I want everybody to remember that, that he filed his complaint and was being represented by a lawyer who served as the original ICIG. Okay. All right, Michelle, all yours. Okay. Grush's disclosures and those of non-public witnesses under new protective provisions of the latest defense appropriations bill uh, signal a growing determination by some in the government to unravel a colossal enigma with national security implications that have bedeviled the military and tantalized the public going back to World War II and beyond. For many decades, the Air Force carried out a disinformation campaign to discredit reported sightings of unexplained objects. Now, with two public hearings and many classified briefings under its belt, Congress is pressing for answers. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yep. So keep that in mind. They've been playing the disinformation game for a very long time. So to discredit normal people that are having experiences and stuff. And now all of a sudden... We have people coming forward that want us to believe them. Uh, I'm not saying much more right now. Go ahead. <clears throat> Go back to your disclaimer, dear. Disclaimer. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Carl E. Nell, a recently retired Army colonel and current aerospace executive who was the Army's liaison for the UAP task force from 2021 to 2022 and worked with Grush there, characterizes Grush as a beyond reproach. Oh, really? Beyond reproach. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So Christopher Mellon, who spent nearly 20 years in the U.S. intelligence community and served as the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, has worked with Congress for years on unidentified aerial phenomena. A number of well-placed current and former officials have shared detailed information with me regarding this alleged program, including insights into the history, governing documents, and the location where a craft was allegedly abandoned and recovered, Mellon said. However, it is a delicate matter getting this potentially explosive information into the right hands for validation. This is made harder by the fact that rightly or wrongly, a number of potential sources do not trust the leadership of the all domain anomaly resolution office established by Congress. So we're starting to see multiple fraction uh, like factions fracturing within the whole system here. So they start casting dispersions on everybody from World War II on, on the general public, then within themselves. So we now we have this infighting and different factions that are showing up. Michelle? Um, but some insiders are now willing to take the risk of coming forward for the first time with knowledge of these recovery programs. Jonathan Gray is a generational officer of the United States intelligence community with a top secret clearance who currently works for the National Air and Space Intelligence Center where the analysis of UAP has been his focus. Previously, he had experience serving private aerospace and Department of Defense Special Directive Task Forces. The non-human intelligence phenomena is real. We are not alone, Gray said. Retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. This is a global phenomenon, and yet a global solution continues to elude us. Okay, so real quick, Mellon. 
Who is Christopher Mellon associated with? Guy? Luis Elizondo. Good answer, sir. <laughs> and all that stuff. Yep, you got it. I got one answer, and you know, at least it's good now and then. <laughs> I was gonna say just well, like a little card that says Elizondo. I was gonna say here's, Woodrow Wilson. I don't no, know. No, here's the thing. If I call on you guy, you know what the answer is. Just, there you go. Please try to don't make me look stupid because it's so easy to do. <laughs> Reach. <laughs> I mean, hey, disclaimer. I, I got disclaimer. A on me to just kick me. You know, I don't know. No, nope. I have no answers, man. Go ahead. Uh, retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. Uh, I already said that. At the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, Grush served as a senior intelligence capabilities integration officer cleared at the top secret secret compartmented information level and was the agency's senior technical advisor for unidentified aerial phenomena analysis transmedium issues from 2016 to 2021 he served with the national reconnaissance officer as senior intelligence officer and led the production of the nro director's daily briefing grush was a gs-15 civilian the military equivalent of a colonel all right. So he was bumping elbows with the bigwigs. Uh, let's see. Grush has served as an intelligence officer for over 14 years, a veteran of the Air Force. He has numerous awards and decorations for his participation in covert and clandestine operations to advance American security. Exactly. Oh, they, they did put together a long article. Yeah. Um, according to a 2021 NRO performance report, Grush was an intelligence strategist with multiple responsibilities who analyzed unidentified aerial phenomena reports and boosted congressional leadership intel gaps in understanding. He was assessed by the Reconnaissance Office's Operations Center Deputy Director as an adept staffed officer and strategist and total force integrator with innovative solutions and actionable results. Now. I, I do want to say here that this guy could be on the up and up. He is, he is telling everybody exactly what he's been told. <clears throat> okay. What he has been told. Yeah. It's not second, what he's it's secondhand. If I understand it. Correctly. Yes. Not what he's handled. Not what he's seen. Not what he's worked on. What people have come to him and told him so obviously he's a good soldier and he's a good intelligence person i agree 100 mr c the biggest security issue we have is the people that work for us don't tell the truth because of their corporate masters yep, ding, ding, that, ding, ding. that is a great point but also there's the military industrial complex masters too. Yep. So I don't okay. know. This dude's got one heck of a resume just based off this article. Mm -hmm. um, Grush prepared many briefs on unidentified aerial phenomena for Congress while in government and helped draft the language on UAP for the FY 2023 National Defense Authorization Act spearheaded by Senators Kirsten Gillibrand and Marco Rubio and signed into law by President Biden in December of 2022. 
The provision states that any person with relevant UAP information can inform Congress without retaliation, regardless of any previous nondisclosure agreements. In his statements, clear for publication by the Pentagon in April, Grush asserted the Uf- that UFO legacy programs have long been concealed within multiple agencies nesting UAP activities in conventional secret access programs without appropriate reporting to various oversight authorities. Mm-hmm. Where are we at? He said he reported to Congress on the existence of a decades-long publicly unknown Cold War for recovered and exploited physical material, a competition with near-peer adversaries over the years to identify UAP crashes, landings, and retrieve the material for exploitation, reverse engineering, to garner asymmetric national defense advantages. Okay. That right there. If they really had this stuff, that's that paragraph right there tells you that they would be using this stuff right now. They wouldn't, you know, so TR3B, no, sorry, I'm not buying it. They would Amen. be using that thing. I don't buy, I don't buy it either. Yeah, I, I don't. And that's where I will diverge from Dolly last night when she was saying that the triangles are man-made and this, that, and the other. I, I'm i not buying into that. Um, so let's see. It says here, beginning in 2022, Grush uh, provided Congress with hours of recorded classified information transcribed into hundreds of pages um, which included specific data about the material recovery program. Congress has been provided with any physical materials related to wreckage or other non-human or has not been provided with any physical materials related to wreckage or other non-human objects. So if this guy is saying everything that Greer has been saying, and he's probably been debriefed by Greer and he's been debriefed by Elizondo and he worked with Elizondo. It said that he was part of a tip. So he is obviously there. And it says right here that Congress has not been provided any physical materials related to wreckage or any or other non-human objects. Then he has nothing other than what he's been told. That's my big problem with this Um, going on here for a minute. So Grush investigation or Grush's investigation was centered on extensive interviews with high level intelligence officials, some of whom are directly involved with the program. Do we even have a name for their program? I don't know. They've got like 10 different programs. They can't keep up with the names. Right. Well, look how many times they changed the arrow office. Um, Let's see. He says the operation was illegally shielded from proper congressional oversight and that he was targeted and harassed because of his investigation. I could believe that you start poking your nose around inside the Pentagon. You're probably going to run into some issues. All right. Um, Let's see. Grush said that the craft recovery operation operations are ongoing at various levels of activity and that he knows the specific individuals, current and former, who are involved. 
quote, individuals on these UAP programs approached me in my off my official capacity and disclosed their concerns regarding a multiple multitude of wrongdoings, such as illegal contracting against the federal acquisition regulation and other criminality and the suppression of information across a qualified industrial base and academia, he said. Michelle, why don't you pick it up right here? Keep going. I'm in chat right now. Michelle's in chat. Okay. <laughs> Associates who vouch for Grush said that said his information was highly sensitive, providing evidence that materials from objects of non-human origin are in the possession of highly secret black programs. Although locations, program names, and other specific data remains classified, the Inspector General and Intelligence Committee staff were provided with these details. Okay. Several current members of the recovery program spoke to the Inspector General's office and corroborated the information Grush had provided for the specific or for the classified complaint. I need to take a drink here. My throat is killing me. <laughs> I got this one. Grush uh, left the <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say who was the old guy that what you just read, the old guy that wrote the book. I can't think of his name because I'm tired and I know his name. You know, the, the day after Roswell, what was the guy that wrote that book that said that he was in the Eisenhower administration? He said what he said what this thing just said that that his job was to funnel uh yes. these exotic materials into a Corso. Corso. Yep. Yes. Yeah, said that what he did was funnel these materials in like to Raytheon and I don't know, Honeywell, these big companies to try to see if they could figure out how the hell it worked or what it did. So that sounds yep. pretty that part of it. That sounds right to me. If nothing yeah, else, but. I agree. That does that does sound right. You know that's going on. I mean, I'm think I think certainly it is. Yeah, but anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay, Michelle. Uh, Grush left the government on April seventh of twenty twenty three in order, he said, to advance government accountability through public awareness. He remains well supported within intelligence circles, and numerous sources have vouched for his credibility. Mm-hmm. His assertion concerning the existence of a terrestrial arms race occurring at Sabrosa over the past 80 years focused on reverse engineering technologies of unknown origin is fundamentally correct, as is the indisputable realization that at least some of these technologies of unknown origin derive from non-human intelligence, said Carl Nell, uh, the retired Army colonel who worked with the Grouch on the UAP task force. In a 2022 performance evaluation, Laura A. Potter, Deputy Chief of Staff for Intelligence, Headquarters, Department of the Army, described Nell as an officer with the strongest possible moral compass. So definitely a compliment there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Grush is represented by Charles uh, McCullough, Mm -hmm. the third senior partner of the Compass Rose Legal Group in Washington. Mental note. Uh, Yes, keep that that, Compass Rose. mm -hmm, Keep that in mind. Legal Group in Washington and the original Inspector General of the Intelligence Community, confirmed by the U.S. Senate in 2011. At that time, McCullough reported directly to the then Director of National Intelligence, James R. Clapper, and oversaw intelligence officers responsible for audits, inspections, and investigations. 
Uh, in May 2022, McAuliffe filed a disclosure of urgent concerns, complaint of reprisal on behalf of Grush with the ICIG about detailed information that Grush had gathered beginning in 2019 while working for the UAP task force. Mm-hmm. An unclassified version. By the way, UAP huh? task force, you know who was also working on that? Who wrote their their documents for them? Well, golly gee, Dr. Travis Taylor from Skinwalker Ranch. That guy. Thank you for the impersonation. Sorry, my bad. Disclaimer. Um, An unclassified version of the complaint provided to us states that Grush has direct knowledge that UAP-related classified information has been withheld, uh, withheld and or concealed from Congress by elements of the intelligence community to purposely and intentionally thwart legitimate congressional oversight of the UAP program. All testimony Grush provided for the classified complaint was provided under oath. According to the unclassified complaint in July of 2021, Grush had confidentially provided classified information to the Department of Defense Inspector General concerning the withholding of UAP related information from Congress. He believed that his identity and the fact that he had provided testimony were disclosed to individuals and or entities within the Department of Defense and the intelligence community outside the IG's office. He did not allege that this information was improperly disclosed by any member of that office. Okay, let's do a hard stop here. Uh, Guy, do you want to chime in on this? I heard some some rumblings coming from you over there and... I uh, wanted to get your thoughts on where we're at with this. Well, I mean, in the green room before we, you know, we came on live. I mean, it's so hard to know who's telling the truth. I mean, a lot of the things that this guy says, I mean, absolutely, you know, ring true. Now, I mean, the question, I guess, in my mind is, I is this all choreo is this all being kind of choreographed by some kind of dark fo- I mean I'm so distrustful of everybody at this point I mean of like everybody the government uh whistleblowers I'm like I don't know I I told you before we came on I don't know how much good I'm going to be in this That's okay. presentation because I I just don't know it's like a house of mirrors you know Exactly. You're, you're right there, man. It's like Uh, a house of mirrors. Yeah. It's like we're feeling our way through this thing and this guy says this, but what's his motive. And one thing, one thing, I guess, kind of a bottom line for me is that I know this, I'll never buy. There's some sort of defense we can construct against these guys i mean and and i feel like if it ever starts going in that direction i'm really gonna know that it's bullshit in my opinion i mean you know is could i be wrong yeah but i mean i don't think from what i've seen what they can do and you know i haven't had the kind of experiences some people have had but i've had enough uh, well this is really advanced crazy like you know like we're gonna build something to defend ourselves good luck they can distort time and space I mean, yeah, you're going to build some shit to, to, I don't believe that if that, whatever gets, when they keep talking about 
if they when they mention it's any when they mention use the word threat or you know this yes. is uh i'm kind of like well man they've been around forever probably correct they haven't eaten us alive yet they can only kill you once so <laughs> you know I'm, I'm dead serious i'm kind of fatalistic about it yeah you know uh but but is this guy is this all a big are we watching the days of our lives with this whole thing i mean is he and and like in league with some cabal or some dark whatever you want to call it some dark well, part guy, of the US government i don't freaking know hey let let's go back to uh this this classroom for a minute yeah i'm going to ask you a question okay who has not who has not been around for about the last year to 2 years oh uh, wow i i michael jackson i don't know no you know the answer if i if i ask you an answer about somebody who's the who's the answer uh oh it's uh that luis elizondo guy right well i think i think he got discredited kind of i he, yes he did so because what of his happened was, this is one thing that i was thinking as you were going through all of this mm -hmm. is it's like okay it's like well we put him out there for a while and some shit went south so now we got to replace him with another you know another maybe puppet i don't know Maybe there he's not you go. Maybe he's totally legit, but is he a puppet? I don't know who to trust at this point because I know enough just having had the experiences I, that I've had, which weren't as crazy as he's not here today. Metalhead shared his. Mm -hmm. There are lots of people that have had far more, but I've seen enough just with these two little things I had. It had an effect on my consciousness. This is very advanced, crazy stuff. And, and, I totally lost my train of thought as I was giving a, this really eloquent, moving, powerful homily, this speech. I don't know what I was going to say, but <laughs> I, I, I just know that uh, I don't know who's on first, who's on second, who's who's really controlling okay. this. Is this guy a part of this? Is that guy a part of this? I know the government's got these. I almost use the F word. They've got these frigging craft. They've had them for years. They are trying to back engineer them. Have they succeeded? Some people say yes. There's a breakaway society. We've got zero point energy and the TR3B. And I don't buy the TR3B thing. And I could be wrong about that. I do think the U.S. works possibly with aliens to some okay. extent. But the TR3B thing, I'm not buying. And I messaged you last night after you spoke yep. with Dolly. Yep. Yep. She yep. said flatly, all triangles. As an example, I'll make this short. All triangles are the U.S. government. With Terry Lovelace said he saw a triangle. A beam of light came down it. There were like eight little guys scurrying around the ground. They all came together in this this very small beam of light and just went and up into this craft. And I'm like, yeah, like that's the U.S. government or the cabal, as Dolly says. That's that seems that's so hard for me to buy. I mean, yep. You know, okay, my man. I, I, you know what? This guy could be, this guy could be 100% legit there. But, and there you go. There you go. Right. That's, this is the horrible part of this. But yeah. like you're saying, there's been, there's been 70 plus years of disinformation at work yeah. against people. Yeah, they got a bad record. They got a very bad record. And I told yeah. this to Cheryl Costa in one of her Facebook posts. I said, uh, they've been lying to us for 70 plus years. And yeah. now all of a sudden we're supposed to 
what take them back right. like a bad relationship like well, yeah I'm, i'll the, trust i want to throw this in there too i mean so, the other thing that disturbs me is that the media is in bed with this whole thing i mean the media is carrying water the mainstream yeah. media is we're gonna an get incestuous re- relationship between these dark forces and the military industrial complex and the the media so that's that that makes it even all the worse because i mean i don't I've really, it's degenerated terribly. I was never a big uh, conspiracy guy at all. Not at all. But at this point, I don't trust these new, like the New York times. I don't trust any of these people. Yep. Cause I, I anyway. well, well, all right, let's keep going because funny. You bring that up because the next stage here is going to happen. I, we're not going to finish this whole article. There's a good, I was going to say a lot more to go. I was only halfway through it. (laughs) Yeah. And it brings up uh, Christopher Mellon, who is the former deputy assistant secretary of defense for intelligence, a a super rich guy again. Yeah. For intelligence though. And if you ever listen to his half brother talk, who's been disowned by that family and interviews he's done with DJ, uh, dark journalist, It'll blow your mind in the stuff that he says. Just um, make sure you guys, if you haven't read this article, that you go into the show notes later and read it in order because we've got it, it like put into a timeline. We got we got it set up into a timeline. Okay, so but 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 I'm tantalized. At some point, I want you to tell me just in short form what Chris Mellon's brother says. Um. Well, it's been a while since I've last seen him interviewed. I know it's it's very, um. He's a 100% in that they have these craft and everything. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but I can send you some links for that later. Yeah, yeah. I just would be interested. Okay. Since Guy brought up the media, that's the next stop on our wacky tour. So now, once again, this article happened on June 10th. Everybody's a buzz, right? Everybody's excited on June 5th that, Okay, finally, some intelligent officials say U.S. have retrieved craft of non-human origin. There have been people out there saying this forever. Okay, all right. So that's established. I'm not calling into question uh, whether this guy is telling the truth or not, but his connections and stuff, I am. But let's go on to the next part here. Here we go. Speaking of... Okay. Speaking of the media, I want everybody to watch this for a little bit. Bombshell claims from a military whistleblower, UFO wreckage recovered by the U.S. kept classified by a secret government program for decades. Notice down here at the bottom, this was five days ago. So if today is the 11th, this was on the 6th of June. Tonight, a world television exclusive you will only see on News Nation. Welcome to Elizabeth Vargas Reports, earning your trust every night. Michelle, are you laughing? I did. Yeah, I'm earning your you trust you every night. Laugh. <laughs> well, CNN's CNN's thing for about a year was because truth matters, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. No, the narrative matters. As we're yeah. going to get into yeah. here. Yeah, no shit. UFOs exist. The U.S. government found quite a number of them, and they are indeed of non-human origin. 
Those are the explosive allegations from a former allegations former intelligence officer tonight in a whistleblower complaint that the inspector general is taking very seriously complaint 36 uh. year old air force veteran david grush is exposing what he calls a top secret military program that has reportedly found wreckage of fully intact ufos the government now calls them uaps or unidentified anomalous phenomena for years, there have been whispers and rumors that the government had aircraft of non-human origin. This report is the first evidence it might be true. The inspector general has called Grush's complaint urgent and... Might be true. That, okay, that right there has been identified as flares. That's over a, a naval really? training area or a marine base. That 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 is not a triangular craft. Those are flares we've already known this were these the the skydivers no with it okay no 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 these are flares that are floating up in the sky on they actually kind of look i mean that they're not well the thing is they differ they look like they're not the they're not you know each light doesn't look the same that does look like it could be flares or it is there it's not it's not symmetrical well, but I mean, like the Phoenix lights, which they tried to ascribe, they tried to chalk up to flares. Those were not flares. They've analyzed the, but, 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 but that, look, that does look like it could be flares. Yeah. But see, the Phoenix lights is being conflated with an actual craft that was seen flying over the city. And they keep on showing the flares, the, the those flares, those lights no, hovering I, over I the city. We disagree on that. I don't think those are flares. Well, no, though, that's not the craft. There was a real craft that flew over Phoenix. Well, five Simon. It wasn't those light. Five Simon. You know, here's something I wrote in a couple under a couple of videos recently. You mm -hmm. know, I said, forget this David Burrish guy or whatever his name is. I said, you know, in 97, the Phoenix lights, you got Fife Symington, who's the Republican conservative ex-Air Force licensed pilot governor of Arizona. And he comes out in 2004 and admits that he stood in a park and watched a chevron-shaped craft that he said was about a mile across float about 40 miles an hour above his head. And that it's like correct. that that right there should have been the the start of a whole new conversation. You know what I'm saying? But, yep. And he's been saying that since, and he states flatly, as, as a guy who's ex-Air Force Republican, conservative, uh, licensed pilot, like I said, governor of Arizona at the time it happened, he states flatly now that it was absolutely not of this world. Okay. And, and CNN and MSNBC and all these other outfits, it's like, nah, 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 I can't hear you. I can't hear you. It's just like crazy. But anyway, but what I'm telling you is that the lights that they always show hovering over Phoenix and then they dip out are not the craft that he said and everybody else was reporting. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. Well, it seems my sense of that whole thing, and I tried to follow it. You know, I've watched a bunch of. It seems like there was more than one craft to me, but those lights they were analyzed by Jim Delatosa, who's who's out in Arizona, and he's famous for and and they they analyzed the lights, the the spectrum that they're in. He's got, you know, a huge Correct. computer setup. It's what he does. He's a scientist, and they don't conform to any known light source in terms of the spectral analysis and plus they they're they're it's completely symmetrical and you, you've been in the military flares don't do that flares drop and move around that picture you just showed they weren't really lined up 
the ones in the Phoenix, the Phoenix lights, you go back and look at that, they're lined up. Plus they've been analyzed. Like I said, look at the work of Jim Delatosa. Those, those okay. don't are um, just a suggestion, but maybe yeah. I'm bullshit. I don't know. No, in, in my mind, in my opinion, there were two things going on at the same time. And I think people got confused as to what was what. Well, it's possible, too. I mean, I could be wrong about that. But, but I believe there was a craft. I don't think the lights that people were seeing over Phoenix were it. But I well, could be wrong. Yeah, unless Pipe Symington, who, like I said, I've been through that like four times. Unless this conservative Republican governor, who's a licensed pilot at X Air Force, is lying right. about seeing a mile-wide chevron-shaped craft above his head going 40 miles an hour. I mean, I mean, right there, full stop, the end. It's like, what, what the yep. hell are we all doing? But we're still here arguing, not you and I and Michelle or the folks in chat or the folks that follow this, but, but the, you know, the community of man is still arguing about, gee, I wonder if there's anything to this UFO stuff and aliens. I mean, come on, man. Anyway, okay, well, let, let's go on now. So this is the day after, right? The day after the article. Let's go God, ahead and take a look at this. Oh well, my God, this dude. is still that wow. news nation. We have all seen these blurry videos of unidentified flying objects. Video evidence, if you will, that old tales of UFOs may not all be conspiracy theories. In recent years, Congress starting an official U.S. government unidentified aerial phenomena task force recently renamed the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or Arrow, And now in a News Nation exclusive, David Grush, an Air Force veteran, former member of that task force, and veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, is formally blowing the whistle on secrets he says no one has ever shared publicly before. You are one of the most trusted former intelligence officials in the U.S. defense and intelligence establishment. Yes, I was. You were trusted with the most intimate secrets. Yes. Grush sitting down with award-winning investigative journalist Ross Coulthart, who's reporting for News Nation and has spent years reporting on the UFO question. What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force? Uh, the UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft, if you will, non-human exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do. Yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. No. I thought it was totally nuts, and I thought at first I was being deceived. It was a ruse. People started confiding in me. They approached me. I have plenty of current and former senior intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me they were a part of a program. They named the program. I've never heard of it. And they, they told me, based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided me documents and other, other proof, that there was, in fact, a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into. Okay, again, this is the same stuff that we've heard from Greer. I mean, again, I, there's nothing new here other than this person that we're looking at right now. And that that's my concern, is that this is all regurgitated and parroted stuff. Uh, Michelle, you want to jump in on this? No, answering chat. Guy, you want to jump in so far? Um, well, I'm not I mean, saying he's wrong. I'm just saying we've heard this all before. Yeah, There's nothing I mean, new here. Well, that's the odd thing about this whole topic is that I'm sitting here 
eating a chocolate chip cookie halfway listening to this and thinking about those kids in 94 in Zimbabwe, 60 sure. to 100 kids in a rural area of Zimbabwe, no internet, very little exposure to pop culture whatsoever. And they see a craft land and beings get out. And we're still arguing about, gee, do aliens exist? The, the kids in Westall, Australia, 1966, uh, same thing, about a, about 60 kids. They were a little bit older, generally. They were all, you know, uh, kind of same thing. They craft lands. They watch it. They're adults now. I mean, and we're still going through, gee, are aliens real? Are we being visited? You know, I'm just, it's. Right. It's wearisome well, to me. I mean, okay. like, yeah, they've been saying this shit forever and people just ignore it because most people are too freaked out by the idea of aliens. They don't want to hear it. They, it's not part. Bill Kankaleski in an old video said, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, said something like, you know, most people, if it doesn't affect their lives personally, they, they don't they have neither the time or the space in their heads and in their hearts to even consider this stuff it just doesn't affect them so they will not listen but anyway that's my two cents yeah we have heard this before to make echo your yeah he's saying the same thing it's just a rehash of what we've heard over right. and over from various people for years well it's rehashed he definitely seems groomed um during the whole interview just watching facial expressions the way that he's giving answers the wording that he's choosing but the videos department of defense it's the same videos over and over and over again it's like if you have something else please show us yeah because we have seen those same videos now i i can't even say how many times yeah and and you know uh guy to your point i know um what you're saying about you know people you know are kind of turning a blind eye to some of this stuff yeah but i also think that there's there is a certain amount of fear that has oh, yeah. uh, sure, sure. been associated with um if you've seen something and, and we all know oh, this yeah yeah it scared the hell right? out of me right when when you see a black car drive by after you see something, you see somebody with tenant windows drive by and it's a black vehicle. You, your mind is already pre-programmed yeah. to think they're coming to look for you. Why would you want to say anything? And we've I'm had not, people I'm come not out. Saying, I'm not saying right? it's not, there's not a, I'm not saying it's not scary kind of for a lot of people that I don't understand why it's scary for people. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like death and taxes. It's a, it's a reality, you know? Yeah. Well, so I'm not going to play this whole interview because I want to keep moving here. Um, but people can go and find this. But one thing yeah. I want you guys to remember is this was the first interview that David Grush did. It was with uh, Cole Hart. I forgot. What's his first name? Ross. Ross Cole Hart. Yeah. So, and I know he's got a book out there on UFOs and, and his investigation into it. I think, and by the way, I just want to I think he's a very, he's a guy that I think is a really honest actor in this. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's always right or always knows everything, but mm -hmm. I feel like he's really an honest guy and maybe I'm wrong. You know, I, you never know. Yeah. I mean, go figure. I don't, I don't, it, it's, it's more of the, again, the casting of dispersions. Who do you trust? What do they know in Who all knows, of this man. stuff? So, okay. Yeah. So timeline again, timeline so. again. So right here, and, and this is, this is something I want everybody to notice 2.3 million views since five days ago. This was right after the article came out on the debrief. 
All right. So we're going to move further along here. And we're going to talk about, uh, let's see here. Let me pull up the next little thing. We're going to Vegas. I believe we are going to go. Is a spaceship going to land in my backyard? <laughs> Maybe. If it does, please have your cell phone ready. Made a big thump. So, yeah. Um, let me, I, I've got to find the right I one do here. do my hair, man. You know, I got my public. So, all right. Where is Start, it? Where is I'm it? starting to look like Christopher Lloyd or whatever that guy's name was in Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we're going to go to local Las Vegas news, local eight news. So let's talk about when this got released. This was three days ago now. So if today is the 11th, this is the 8th. This is the day. This is is released. Okay. This is going to make some people very angry. And and I'm going to apologize now and go back to my disclaimer. Don't piss me off, Wayne. Well, it's going to (laughs) happen. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Once I point out some things, sometimes it's, it's the stuff that you should know that when i get really... mad i just take a nap now so we're good okay that's good all right let's check this out everybody hey everyone we hope you're enjoying the podcast we're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors and some friends of the podcast traveling near new boston michigan hungry Well then, you need to check out New Boston Coney and Grill tucked away at 37005 Huron River Drive. With daily specials, homemade soups and desserts, and a staff that makes you feel like family, you will not be disappointed. Give them a try for dine-in or carry-out at 734-606-5313. You can find their page, including their menu, on Facebook. Bon Appetit! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Ray Shemansky, author of the Alien Shades of Grey's trilogy, and you're listening to Wayne and Michelle on the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. Hi, I'm Greg Little, co-author of Origins of the God with England's Andrew Collins. It's a great book. It's about UFOs and the paranormal, and it gives an explanation. It's not what you think. And you are listening to Wayne and Michelle on the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. My name is 
is Burton, and I am the host of Follow the Reaper podcast, where every episode we examine first and secondhand true paranormal encounters. And you're listening to Wayne and Michelle on the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Jared Murphy of NotAliens.com, and you are listening to Wayne and Michelle from Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters Podcast. Hey there, it's Richard Serrett, occasional weekend guest host of Coast to Coast AM and host of The Conspiracy Show. And you're listening to Wayne and Michelle's Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. What's up, everyone? This is Burton. And Aaron from Lost in the Dark podcast. And raise your horns because you're listening to Wayne and Michelle from Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. What is up, you guys? It's your girl, Gemma Jade from Gemma Jade YouTube, Moon Bear Oracle, Paranormal Chop Shop. You're here listening to Wayne and Michelle with the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. Hi, this is Chris Lato of the Chris Lato YouTube channel, retired F-16 pilot turned UAP investigator, and you are listening to Wayne and Michelle on the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. Hi, this is Terry Lane Keel, director of MUFON memberships, investigator, demonologist, and author of Alien Healing, the true story of a benevolent extraterrestrial. And you're listening to Wayne and Michelle on the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. Hello everyone, this is Michael Schrett, military aerospace historian and private pilot, and you are listening to Wayne and Michelle at the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast, and we're glad to have you with us today. Hi, this is Seth Talk from MUFON and the author of You Have the Right to Talk to Aliens and the host of Alien Spirit TV with Sev on YouTube. You're listening to Wayne and Michelle at the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. <laughs> this guy right here, George Knapp. Keep that in mind. It is the police call everybody will be talking about. Thanks for joining us here at 6 o'clock. I'm Denise Valdez. I'm Brian Loftus. A family says something crashed into their backyard, prompting them to call 911, saying they saw creatures walking around. Our eight new this was, what, the day after the Grush interview? 
Okay. Is now investigators wow. digging into this for weeks now. And tonight, our David Charns with the video you will only see on 8 News Now. David? Brad Denise, sources telling the 8 News Now investigators that several agencies believe something landed or crashed. Whether it was non-humans or not, it certainly scared the people living on this property. Now, before- Okay, Guy yeah. and people in chat, yeah. um, you hear how important this sounds, right? The, isn't in the isn't this like oh my god? Oh, her disclaimer. The disclaimer. The news reporter when she said they had been right. working on it for weeks. Okay, but 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 it sounds super important, right? Well, like like there's a crash craft in their backyard. We're breaking this right now. I mean, this is important to get out there, right? Yeah, right. Okay, yep. keep that in mind. Yeah. Before we show you that video, listen to their call for help. There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight-foot. Nine feet, ten-foot, I don't know. They look, like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Okay. Like, like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes, and and they're not human. They're hundred percent. They're not human. Okay. Well, the eight news now investigators obtaining video as officers. That okay. So they're one hundred percent not human. Okay. That that's that's a scary nine one one call. I yeah. mean, holy crap! Right. Right. Okay. And responded right. to the call you just heard. I know heard. I can hear it in your You'll voice. You'll see guy. the officers like, what the also hell are you saw something in the sky yeah. that night. But that the big wild. question is, what was it? And is it all connected? Ah. Leave her alone. I'm going to stop right here. Now, remember, this was a couple days after the Grush interview. Notice anything? A drunk guy? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's go. It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas. Michelle, what did he just say? It's right there. What did he say? It's right there. Which one? There's aliens the in bottom. the backyard? No. And the, the. It's almost midnight. Oh, on May mid 1st. Yeah. May 1st. So this was the. This is so important. People. We're, we're going to wait over a month. Running around and crashing into somebody's backyard. That we're not going to put it on the news until the day after David Grush is interviewed. It's kind of weird. Kind of weird, bro. Yeah, I this mean, if is, aliens this is absolute bullshit. Yeah, if an alien That's starship crashes in somebody's backyard, I think they're going to break into the friggin' new. They're going to we temporarily interrupt our. We're going to interrupt this program. Broadcasting. Yeah, no, come on, man. right here. It's it. It, this is Zulu time. This is T0649 and probably 10 seconds here. And you're going to see a Z on May 1st. Oh, the back, that Z right there? Is it? It's Zulu and is time. It all right there. Okay. Everybody notice that, 
Right? Okay. Watch. It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro police officer's body cam catches this. Something Ooh. flashing low in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later. There's a there's like an eight-foot person beside it. And another one's inside. And it has big eyes and looking at us. And it's still there. Someone calls 911 reporting two large figures in their uh, backyard. So I'm still nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he sent to the Northwest Valley. T07-5722 Zulu time. Home. What's significant about that? Because I don't know what Zulu time is. Zulu time is, um, that would be considered, so this is taken from the, the, the world clock. So you start telling time and then depending on what time zone you are in, you change it. So this, you would add, if this is mountain time, you would add six hours to the number seven there. Okay. So it actually is probably a, a slightly before midnight. Okay. Or six hours. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Here's what's really okay. Let, let's just keep going. Otherwise, bro. Oh. Everyone thought a shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, mm -hmm. it's more than an okay. hour yeah, after that yeah. bright light. Don't Officers first. meeting yeah. up with the caller yeah. and his family. What would you see? It was like a. It was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long testing top. I'm not gonna BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yeah. why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything? Yeah, okay. Everybody knows this now, right? Everybody is aware of this. Whoever fell into that right? yard, this is the yard within minutes. Oh, hey, if those nine foot beams come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> the cops are making a joke like if there's some kind of aliens or something running around, you guys deal with it. We're not dealing with it, yada, yada. So important. Back on May 1st, that it just got put out. The so, other yeah, day. this is quite weird, Brian was saying during as we're watching yeah. this story. Now, we've been in, been in contact with the family in that video. And as you heard in that 911 call, they seem very reasonable mm -hmm. and honestly quite scared as you heard them in the call. No, um, it, they don't seem impaired in any way. And whatever crashed by the time the police got there was gone. But sources say that there's really no dispute. Something was in their yard exactly what. Uh, Vegas has a problem with coyotes. I do know that. Do not know. I mean, it's so interesting. So like That's the metro officers see something, and the they neighbors on, see something. I mean, so what roof. could it be? Well, we know that there are obviously a lot of military bases around this area. Uh, George Knapp covers a lot of that stuff for us on the. Okay. All right. So the breaking news story of aliens running around in these people's backyards in a crash. And something falling out of the sky, okay, was so important that they waited till June 7th or 8th for something that was on May 1st. That, that is odd. Now, yeah. Guy, you said earlier something about the media. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, they have an That's incestuous relationship with this whole group of people right. that run this place and you know, you know, so. yep. Yep. So you kind of see what's going on here. And what do you think? But what do you think? I mean, 
You said you'd come. I'm going to get, right. get to my my upsetting <clears throat> hypothesis here <throat> very quickly. <laughs> All right, okay. so let's go ahead and go to the next article that showed up on the debrief on June 10th, which was yesterday. Again, timeline. Timeline. Let's we're we're putting it we're putting it all together, people, because well, oops, not that one. Nope, wrong one. Hold on. Definitely been a very odd like ten days or eight oh, days it's or the, what the hell? It's the fact that they held on to it and you know, yep. Dolly, you're you're absolutely right with that as far as what it was and the glowing green color. Yep. And there's <coughs> But see, this is this is what's different between the whistleblower stuff and what I am putting together here with Michelle and Guy having you come on. I, I blindsided you to have you come on and give you your opinion because you're coming from a real experiencer standpoint, just like Michelle and I. Well, I'm still, but I'm still just you know, listen. But I can, we don't know I'm what wrong the hell about all kinds of stuff. I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean for real. I'm not being yep. coy or self-deprecating to be cute i mean i don't i don't have i'm guessing man right tim freestone five weeks to get it out bs absolutely it was so important and sensational that we had to wait until we had backyard like i said they they'd say we temporarily interrupt our yeah normal schedule come on they wouldn't wait five for now i don't think now hold on uh Guy, there's something you talked about, an incestuous relationship between the media, the military, intelligence personnel, yeah. yada, yada. I mean, corporations, all of this stuff working hand in hand. Yep. Do you think that maybe, um, let's see, Channel 8 News that works with uh, uh, Bill or Knapp, right? Uh, George Knapp, and who also works with Jeremy Corbell, had some kind of inside information to hold back. Well, and it's even amazing that George Knapp, huh? who's who's who, who's kind of been the 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 tip of the spear for years yes, on sir. the media, that 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 this thing crashes in Vegas, and you know he's uh, he's there on a case. I mean, it's kind of weird. I and and I'm not the big conspiracy guy. I'm not saying you're a huge conspiracy guy. I tend to. There's sometimes no conspiracy. You I, sometimes you and I go different routes, but I mean that is strange that the guy it, it happens in the town where where you know George Knapp is right. right there to cover it, man. How convenient, you know? How convenient indeed. And here's what bothers it's, me. It's, it's a good point. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you in That's my a very soul interesting point. Yeah, what bothers me about this and George Knapp is in, in, involved in this. And he brought us Bob Lazar. And now I'm he's worried. bringing us, yeah. Now he's bringing us spaceships in people's backyards. And and I I am worried <laughs> that Bob Lazar has already been through enough stuff. I believe about ninety percent of what he has said. I don't know. And, and I'm just, it, it, it makes me take a step back. Cause now I want to look at Bob Lazar and go, okay, has this been a, a setup from the beginning, the whole thing? So I don't know. Well, outsider looking in just from a different perspective, you know, um, 
if I were to see this first time, you know, seeing news articles, oh, somebody from the military, oh, must believe 100% of what they're saying is true. Oh, look, there's a video coming out of Vegas. It looks like something fr fresh off of the National Enquirer. Now, once they see something like that, anything, you know, previous, it's a wash. It, it is a complete wash. Well, and see, that's, uh, that's the problem. And we got people out here that are dealing with really, you know, real, real stuff. The real, real, right? And we have this. And, and if I can put this together, anybody can put this together if they want to dig into this. So, all right. So remember now, on the 5th of June, we had David Grosh coming forward as a UAP whistleblower. Five days later, and this is after the thing crashed in the backyard, we have Compass Rose attorneys formally, formally end association with UAP whistleblower David Grosh. Now we'll we'll just do the highlights here. Michelle, take it for us. Um, attorneys from the Compass Rose Legal Group who represented whistleblower David Grush in his complaint to the intelligence community inspector general ICIG regarding harassment. He says he received during his investigation of a supposed UAP crash retrieval program within the Depar Department of Defense have issued a statement saying that they have ended their formal association with the former intelligence officer. So they have cut him off. Yes. Why? Keep going. Um, this move comes just four days after Grush revealed to the public the supposed existence of what he described as a crash retrieval program designed to collect and reverse engineer craft of non-human origin dating back at least 90 years. Okay. The ICIG complaint filed by Compass Rose on behalf of Grush alleged that people within the government uh, retaliated against the former UAP task force analyst for his efforts to investigate and ultimately disclose the alleged program to members of Congress. Uh, the formal statement from Grush's former attorneys, which was released on Friday, June 9th, states, Wayne, take it away. Compass Rose Legal Group has successfully concluded its representation. Right? Yeah, it's that thing is bothering my eyes. Representation of former client David Grush on matters limited to his reasonable belief that elements of the intelligence community community improperly withheld or concealed alleged classified information from the U.S. Congress. The firm filed a narrowly scoped whistleblower disclosure with the intelligence community inspector general and associated personal matter or personnel matters and had represented Mr. Grosh since February of 2022. Recent media, media articles misstate the scope of the firm's representation and include material misstatements of fact pertaining to our representation, which we have requested to be corrected. The whistleblower disclosure did not speak to the specifics of the alleged classified information that Mr. Grush has now publicly characterized, and the substance of that information has always been outside the scope of Compass Rose's representation. Compass Rose took no position and takes no position on the contents of the withheld information. 
The ICIG found Mr. Grosh's assertion that information was inappropriately concealed from Congress to be urgent and credible in response to the filed disclosure. Compass Rose brought this matter to the ICIG's attention through lawful channels and successfully defended Mr. Grosh against retaliation. We wish our former client the very best in the next steps of his journey. Yeah. Guy? I've got nothing. I I was just sitting here thinking about, I read something in the chat where somebody said, Guy's drinking the government Kool-Aid. I don't believe the government on anything, all right? No, he doesn't. I don't, I don't know anything. I don't <laughs> claim to know anything. And if you claim to know anything, I'm going to call you a fucking bullshitter, all right? <laughs> because because I've lived this stuff. I've never made a nickel from it. I haven't written a fucking book. I bought a T-shirt. I spent $27 for it. I sand drywall all day. I don't know. You don't know. I don't mean you, Wayne. You know, so yeah, I got you. And and I'm tired of the mudslinging that's going on. Listen, there's people whose stories I hear. I might be a little inclined to think, well, it doesn't really add up, but I don't call people liars. And this, you know, I, you know, there's so much mudslinging and people pretending to know things, you know, look, yeah, you know, well, coworkers got it, got taken. I was there. I wasn't there when they went, but I know they went. I was close to the thing. It just blew light around my house, switched me off, affected my consciousness in some weird ways. Very crazy stuff that I wouldn't even believe had does not happen in my life. I was into James Rondi and, you know, I, I was a skeptic. But there's some other kind of thing going on, what it is. I don't know. I'm probably the wrong guy to be on this podcast because I don't know. I don't want to call anybody a liar. I don't know who's lying. What 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 am I, a, a human polygraph machine? I mean... You know, I, I don't think, know. I don't know. I think, it's, it's, some of it doesn't add up, as you pointed out, Wayne. I mean, like, that's I don't know right. It's a well, strange, you know, it's a very strange uh, confluence of events. Uh, you wonder why, you know, a, a spaceship crashes right where George Knapp can drive over eight blocks. And <laughs> I mean, you and and maybe it's and at the same time, so many odd things, such weird things have happened in my own life that it would be easy for people to look at me and go, I think he's full of shit, you know? And so, so I'm so reluctant to cast aspersions on anyone. Well, I don't trust the government. I mean, that's just, there's a, there's a group of people. If it's the cabal as Dolly described it, whatever you want to call it, there's a group of people that are running this thing, right? But to be able to sort out who it is and who's working for who and who's doing this and what their motives are, I can't. I'm not this. I'm not smart enough. I'm not, you know, I, you know, I wasn't in any sort of gifted child programs. I'm a dumb guy. I just happen to have some weird stuff happen. I think there. I think there's what we call. I don't like the word. I think there's what we call aliens, which we're all, you know, uh, what's an alien, you know? We're an alien. To, you know, we're different than they are. They're different than us. We probably have some similar. But but as far as who's lying, and and what's really going on, it's this. As I said earlier, it's a house of mirrors. And like I said, but okay, I'm not buying so, any government Kool Aid. Yeah, and 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 I may be wrong about some things. But who's ever in that chat saying that I'm buying government Kool Aid? You might be wrong too. You're not. You're not the Godhead. Neither well, am I. Here's I'm not the omniscient. thing, guy. I don't. I don't know everything. I'm not omniscient. Guy. Guy, yeah. 
deep yeah. breath. Don't worry about the chat. All right. Yeah. Here's the thing. There are two separate stories going on here at the same time that the media is conflating. Okay. Well, as, yeah. as, as I'm about to show you right here, this was two days ago now. So it's this was weird. after this is local news, eight news in Las Vegas. So what's your theory? Now. What's your theory about why they're conflating is what I want to know. We're I mean, almost there. Okay. I'm We're almost there. I'll pay you. What's it going to take? Uh, I know one t-shirt. All right. All right. You ready? <laughs> All right. Check this out. So two days ago, and they have 4.4 million views. Now, remember, in everybody's consciousness right now, starting five days ago, is David Grush. I am Groot. I am Grush. Okay. So he's floating around and everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about the interview. Da, 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 da. Now we got aliens landing in people's backyards. It's awesome. It's, oh my God, what do you make of it? But it happened back on May 1st. And it looks like a dirt bike track. I agree. Somebody said it. We're going to get there. Hold on. Southern Nevada is abuzz tonight with stories about the crash of an unknown object and the alleged sighting of strange creatures in the backyard of a Northwest Valley home. So it was last night that 8 News Now investigator David Charns reported about how Metro Police responded back on May 1st after receiving a strange call from a very frightened family. Well, our report generated a global response and now piecing together the sequence of events has been kind of tricky, in part because the primary witnesses have been almost as elusive as the beings they say they encountered. Okay, she just said that the primary witnesses have been so elusive, almost like the beings they've encountered, but... In the last little interview, didn't the guy, the one reporter say he's been talking to them quite a bit? So which is it? Are they elusive or have they been talking to the reporters? This is only a couple, like a day after the first report. So right there, my ears perked up. I'm like, wait a minute. Something doesn't make sense. Dolly, I think you're right. And it's funny that you bring this up. Dolly says, point blank, the governments are going to declare ETs are a worldwide security threat, period. They're false flag. Funny you say that, because wait to the end. Chief Investigator George Knapp is as Uh perplexed as the rest of us. Uh Uh-oh. As you know, this is not our first UFO rodeo. We first heard about the incident in early May via the Metro Police grapevine. The incident has a lot in common with other bizarre cases from around the world, an alleged crash, strange beings, and bits and pieces that don't make sense. But Ah. the police took this seriously, and so do we. Just before midnight on April 30th, Skywatcher. Uh Uh-oh, meteorite. Hold on. So do we. Look at what they did. Look at the right side of the screen. Just before midnight on April 30th, sky watchers across several western states saw They're a bright fireball streak through the heavens. Well, a police and officer working there, in sure. the Northwest Valley caught a glimpse of the colorful object on his body cam. At nearly the sp- now we know this was almost midnight on April 30th or May, May 1st, 1st, right? Mm-hmm. And the date and time like kind of swoop up, so it's not Correct. stationary like it was. Same time, video. a ring camera Correct. in the area recorded a strange noise and what sounds like a crash. One family. Have we ever heard a bull-eyed make an explosion before? Anybody? Anybody? A bull-eyed, a meteorite, oh, okay. or a meteor. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, a, a fireball that explodes in the sky. We hear those, right? We do. 
Sounded like yeah. Yep. Not not too long ago, what was it? Twenty twelve in Russia, the one that blew out all those windows yeah, and injured right. like ten thousand people. Yeah. Okay, so it, it happens. Yep, Dolly's saying yes, absolutely. All right. Living in a ranch style home had a much closer view of the object. Two brothers and their father were working on a vehicle in their yard when they caught a glimpse of a sparkly object as it came crashing down, then were hit by what they describe as a shockwave. One of the witnesses, a young man named Angel, has stated when the brothers looked into the yard where the object landed, that spot. By the way, if you call the police, it's a felony. It was all blurry, not my vision, just because if it's bright. He, the kid's wearing the right shirt. Dope. Was obscured and blurry as if by unknown form of camouflage. What they saw next prompted a frantic call to 911. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct. And they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot. Nine feet, ten foot. I don't know. They're, they, look like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Okay. Like, like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes, and and they're not human. They're 100% they're not human. Eight News Now investigators have spoken with family members multiple times in the past four weeks. But each of the three times we accepted their invitation to do an interview, they didn't answer the door or their phone. I thought they were in contact all the time. Well, now that they put it out there on a 911, it's like, how do we retract this statement? Uh, we don't retract. We just ignore. They probably don't even remember because they did this back on May 1st. That's These are some of the claims they've made in other public forums. Multiple family members backed up the story in an initial police report we obtained. Angel says they heard the patter of multiple feet in the this yard. Great. They later heard footsteps on their roof. They saw one. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I want you guys to listen to this. Obtained. Angel says they heard the patter of multiple feet in the yard. They later heard footsteps on their roof. They <laughs> in Las Vegas, specifically, they have a problem with urban coyotes. They jump on top of vehicles. They can jump those fences you see here in this picture, and they climb up onto roofs, and they pant. They pant. <laughs> and they sound like babies crying when they really get really wild, you know, round up, but you'll hear them running around on roofs. There's plenty of videos out there of coyotes on roofs and people going, how'd they do it? It's easy. They're a dog. They can do this. Saw one of the eight foot tall creatures climb behind the controls of a large front loader <laughs> stored in the yard as if trying to engage it. He got a good go look a at one of the creatures, he said, a greenish grayish being with large eyes and long legs. He says he could hear its deep breaths. And when he locked eyes, he was, in essence, frozen in place, couldn't move. That's called fear. But look at this. George Knapp left something out. I could hear his loud, deep breathing and I could see his stomach moving. Yeah, How does he, he know it's a he? Yeah, probably could. And when he locked eyes, he was, in essence, frozen in place, couldn't move. In the middle of the yard, where the object had crashed, then vanished, a circular impression was left in the soil. Okay, where is this on it's your like many Metro circular sources impressions. say the police dispatcher initially wondered whether to... Yeah, there's a circular impression. And notice what he did. He's specifically drawing your eye to the circle of the crashed craft. Well, it couldn't have crashed if it took off. 
depression was left in the soil. Okay, where is this on your property? Metro sources say the police dispatcher initially wondered whether to send a crisis intervention team to help the troubled witness, but then took the incident seriously. Two officers arrived 38 May 5th or May 1st. May 1st minutes after the call, and by then it heard from other officers. They proceeded cautiously and managed some nervous laughs. I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> A few days later, the family says two Metro sergeants returned to the scene to ask follow-up questions. The family says they also saw men in suits and sunglasses driving in a car with government plates cruising slowly past the house in the following days. Nellis and Creech have denied any interest or involvement with the incident. Metro has indicated they believe the family that something crashed in their yard but what you, know, you mentioned george in that piece that you know they were frozen because so many people have been critical of like why didn't get their phone out why didn't they show the video do we know if there's even any video of this incident? Uh, uh, yes and no so there's a surveillance camera in the backyard the property owner keeps that because he's like got a lot of it. okay i gotta stop this okay so if he's got a surveillance camera if there's footage just show it but you know like i'm seeing in chat as far as that tight circle that high low the the machinery that they have in the back more than likely sure enough yes and a yes. pack of five coyotes will sound like 20 and that baby crying absolutely. especially if it's mating season okay i want to show you guys something else now <sighs> this is where guy's statement at the very beginning of this talking about the media and, and this is where I have issues because when the media gets involved in this stuff, you can see how they are being very devious. And that, <laughs> I think, is where the conspiracy theory is going mm -hmm. to come from that ruins everything else. Here you go. This is why right here, this is the American meteorite um it's a recording place. I can't remember the whole name, the AMSmeteors.org. Remember that time, Michelle? Remember that time, the Zulu time or UT time, universal time? May 1st. Look here. These are reported durations. Here's the time. So April 30th, May 1st. Las Vegas, Lake Havasu, Salt Lake City. You can draw a straight line. Look at this. Okay. What was it? It was a bolide. It was a meteor. Look at the exact time. The exact time that those cops' chest cameras got the video of something crashing. It was an exploding bolide. It was a meteor going through the atmosphere with expanding gases inside of it, and it exploded. This time right here correlates directly to that explosion, period. That is why they didn't put that news article on on April 30th or May 1st, breaking into all the shows. Because it didn't fit the narrative. Because it wasn't the narrative yet. And now remember a guest we had on here a couple of times, just not too long ago, Stephen Bassett. He said, big things were going to happen and come out right after contact in the desert. He's a big government guy. 
Okay. He's the one that laughed at me and said I was wrong saying that disclosure was not going to come from normal people and citizen scientists. It was going to come from the government. And what are we seeing right now? Right. By the way, here's the camera. This incident, by the way, is AMS event number 2408-2023. This is at night. Is that sparks? You'll see. This is the this is on somebody's porch. There it is exploding. Look at how bright it got. Now think about his description. Think about that kid's description when they were in the backyard working on that car. Look at how bright this gets. Look at that. It looks like daylight right there. That's how big that explosion was. Well, and anyone close to you want to talk about seeing spots. And you're going to be, you're going to get shaken Mm -hmm. up by it. You don't know what it is. Something just exploded over your head, probably about two to 5,000 feet in the air. Wouldn't there be a crater in her yard if that was a meteor? Well, it didn't. It kept going, dude. It looked like it was going to crash. That's paradox, right? Or parallax. Paralyzed. Where you see something going off in the distance and you think it's going to hit the ground. It's really just staying up there. Right? So we had all that happening. Now let's get into their evidence of the crashed landed craft. I don't know. Guy, did you want to jump we in We agree, on Hellfire. Let's see that Yeah, you know, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and freaking argue with people. I don't know what the hell happened. I mean, okay. it looks like a meteor. Uh, at the same time, they said their security cameras turned off. I got a good buddy lives on Martha's Vineyard, 62 years old. He's like they me. They know all the right things to say. Regular guy. And, uh, you know, he's taking pictures of UFOs. He's got a real good one. I think I shared it with you. It's yep. very small. It's a domed saucer. He said there was a fleet of them right above his house. And when they got near his house, his camera, his battery went to zero. And he's not a bullshitter, man. I'd go to, you know, I'd go to the mat for this guy. He's like me. He's not a, yep. no, this isn't, he's not a bullshit artist. And he said, it was crazy. He tried to take him up close. So the, I saw these people interviewed or the, the kid and mm-hmm. they said the security cameras when his thing hit, this is what they said. I'm not saying it's all true. I'm just saying this is what the kid said. He said that the cameras turned themselves off or the, the actually I think the father said that. And that when the thing left, they came back on. Now, am I saying it was a spaceship that landed in their backyard? No, I'm saying I don't freaking know. Pardon my salty language today. It's just I don't like people in a chat room that haven't got the coolionis to use their real name and make up a nickname and then, you know, call me uh, a rube that who believes, you know, who's, you know, sucking on the government's teeth. You know, use your real name and say, say that to me, you know. Well, we didn't bring you on here to argue with chat, so I'm ignore them for now. Hey, Rick. I'm serious. I am. You won't have me again, and that's cool with me because I love you guys. But, you know, I don't call people liars. I, I, you know, there's people with whom I disagree. There's people whose story I might feel funny about, but exactly, know, I don't have any answers, and I don't know. Like I said, I'm not, a, I'm not omniscient. I'm not a human lie detector. I don't know who's lying. I don't know what's really going on. And, well, right. You've and got your story. That, and, and that's and you know what? And that's all I've got. That's all yep. I know what happened in my life. And as far as this, could it be a meteor? Yeah. Do I absolutely know with 
ab, you know, absolutely know with cert, certitude, with positivity that some craft didn't land in her backyard. I don't know. You know, I mean, maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Sure okay. Seems, seems a real hinky that this happens in the midst of all this stuff. And George Knapp's right yep. there. And you may, you make a good argument. You know what I'm saying? It looks, and it looks like a meteor because I've seen meteors, you know? So, yep. And, and so here, and, and I get your frustration and this is why I was doing this. And I started putting all this stuff together. This picture here is one that has been circulated around saying, look at the perfect circle. Okay. Of where the craft landed and then just zipped off before they could get any pictures or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And this has been touted by other news agencies as, as evidence. Doesn't look like okay? much. Yeah. Doesn't look like no. much. Right. So check this one out. Some people are very good at finding locations. This is their backyard. And people listening to this, sorry, you're going to have to jump on YouTube. See these pics. This is off of, I believe, Google Earth. Look at all, all the circles in there. There's no one specific perfect circle. There's all kinds of stuff, and they have all kinds of vehicles in that yard. All right. Go to the next one. And this guy, this is why I get as mad as you are right now. Well, I just don't give anybody shit. I just don't. Look at this. This is, I screenshotted this right off the news report with George Knapp. Yeah, it doesn't look like a UFO landed. There. No, I mean, no. I mean, you know, come on. I agree. I mean, as like when I saw that on TV or, you know, on YouTube, I was like, well, it doesn't look like the landing, you know, like some massive craft set down there. It looks like yes, sir. somebody drove around in a circle with a back loader or front loader or whatever you call it, you know, or whatever, yep. you know, go. You're exactly right. You and know, so it's pretty questionable. It is. And I'm going to play a part of a video here again, in just a minute. But again, um, I don't know. Well, you don't know, but you can make a pretty good. Yeah. Well, he, what's his name said? You can apply some, some, uh, oh, yeah. I can't some, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like when I saw that, I was like, well, it doesn't look like, uh, you know, some crap from Zeta Reticula I put down there. You know, I was like, come on. All right. So all of this stuff happening at the same time, the interview with David Grush. Okay. This alien thing that was brought from a month, almost a month and a half ago. So this is my hypothesis. And I say, first thing I want to point out is that the Las Vegas UFO, quote unquote, is a meteor that exploded in the atmosphere. We have seen this many times in the past. The ring camera uh, has horrible audio, but it is the flash or light or an explosion that happens when you hear the explosion, which is consistent with an object being far away or high up in the air. We've seen this many times. We know what that is. If that craft, by the way, was breaking up like that and landing in somebody's backyard, it wouldn't have taken off. It would have left all kinds of rubble and stuff. I don't think these things necessarily crash like that. All right. The big thing I noticed is we are uh, seeing the events when eight news had this story is when 
they released the story. The Vegas UFO happened April 30th and May 1st, but the news decided to release it after the Grouch or Grosh interview and the debate or the debrief article. The news is playing into this for clicks and views to drive hype and sensationalism. The police chess camera shows that it is 0757.14 Zulu time, and you got to add about five to six hours for mountain time, or if they're on central time in Arizona, it depends on where you're at, you get to a date of May 1st. So why is Grush coming forward and basically saying the exact same thing as Greer and Elizondo? It is my current opinion that anyone who is associated with the government or former government, former government employee, is trying to co-op the UFO narrative so they can use the government resources to confuse, obfuscate, and distract the U.S. population to what is really going on. And that includes members of Congress or Congress is read in on this and it's a huge psyop. Either way, these people in the government know that there is a huge part of the population that will believe and go along with anything that is the government or has the government stamp of approval. So if you can get a bigger chunk of the populace believing the government stories of events, that will surely outnumber all of us quote unquote crackpots that actually saw and dealt with something we can't explain and now they have captured the narrative. This is just my opinion right now, uh, but for sure 100% of the media is all about this to generate views and clicks on their channels. What does the, all of this mean for Arrow and these quote-unquote whistleblowers coming forward? We can speculate, but it goes to my earlier points of them capturing the narrative from the quote-unquote normies, us people, of the greater UFO community to distract and control the narrative. But why? Look at all the things going on right now. Wildfires, China really flexing its muscles on our Navy ships and aircraft, crossing very close to them. Russia is still going strong over in the Ukraine. Biden is under investigation for all kinds of money dealings and whatnot. You have Trump being indicted. I mean, there's a lot to keep us in the dark about. And that's it. That's what a lot of people said in the comments sections under those videos. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know because I just because that's the truth. I don't know. You know, I I know the limits of my own understanding and the limits of my own. I mean, you can be the the best critical thinker on the planet. You can presume certain things, but. Uh, I'm loath to call somebody a liar because I've had these odd things happen in my own life. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that those, that family in Las Vegas. I mean, well, sure as hell, that looked like a meteor to me. But I mean, like, if they really live there, and if uh, the know, if the media thought know. that they were telling the truth about all of this, yeah. Do you think they would have aired this on April 30th or May 1st? It doesn't not? seem like it, man. I told you. seems like they would have cut in on a normal broadcasting and said, hey, we interrupt because, <laughs> you know, aliens have landed in Las Vegas. But yeah, that's a good point. I said that's a very good point. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. All right. 
Michelle, what what are your final thoughts? Let's do some final thoughts here because that was my final thoughts. Go for it. <clears throat> well, Grush was groomed. I just watching the the facial expressions and the you know his choice in words. In your opinion, you. Yeah. My, that is my opinion. His that he association. He was groomed. Well. Whether he is the the front man in all of this, to you know, go down with the story. But the the Vegas thing, the fact that it happened well over a month ago, it was held on to, looked at. Um, I say meteorite, and I say coyotes on the roof because they are so prevalent in that area. Which is crazy to think about, but they are. All right, guy. Besides not knowing anything, do you besides have any not thoughts? cursing like a sailor and yeah, picking up, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Your final going, thoughts. Sorry for going off there, but you know, I'm I'm just like I'm the last guy to drink any government Kool Aid, man. I'm like, yep, exactly. boy, you got the wrong guy. Uh, I'm a guy that doesn't believe in this government whatsoever. You know, I don't believe a word they say. So, you know. And, and I, I would just say what, what I said, what I've said repeatedly, and it's not very much fun in this kind of a thing. It's probably the last one I'll do. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's a very bizarre. Well, you mentioned that, uh, can't think of his name. The guy that you had on Steve, uh, oh, Bassett. Yeah. Bassett said, uh, you know, some stuff's going to happen. And he, he was mad at some stuff happened, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, it seems choreographed or orchestrated, kind of. You know, it does. Mm -hmm. It does. Well, I mean, that is going to say it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Dude, it's that's like, the best way I've heard it put right there. Yeah, that right it's, there. It's like a production kind of. And now, wag the dog. Say this, and space a spaceship is going to land in somebody's backyard, and blah. Yeah, it's kind of smells, but you know, I I, mean, I think you know what my experiences have done to me and they're not like dollies or you know i haven't flown a spaceship or whatever but they've been weird enough and all they've done for me is teach me that uh you know i i don't have any answers you know and 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 i'm very reluctant to say i'm sure of this i'm there you know that there are some things else like i struggle with this tr3b thing i think we we might have a craft like that I struggle to think there's, you know, parking them over freeways and doing fake abductions. And, you know, we could spend a day on that. But, you know, as far as all this stuff goes, I mean, you make a pretty good case. This reminds me of debate in high school. I mean, you know, be it resolved that this has all, all been orchestrated by some cabal. I mean, you made a, you did a good job. If you, this was debate class, I would definitely give you an A. I'm just yeah. trying to present the evidence in a way yeah. that follows a timeline yeah. and I'm yeah. seeing two, I'm seeing what, what an intersection. I'm seeing an intersection good, between yeah, the yeah, media yeah, it's, weird. it's real and weird. these yeah. stories. And it's extremely weird, especially with how all of this has captured the quote unquote UFO community. Right. And, and dude, I have a nose like you do. It smells like shit. It yeah. sounds like shit. Shit. Yeah. It's shit. It's shit. <laughs> it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely looks it definitely looks weird. I'm like, what's next? It doesn't man? look good for them. Right. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I mean it's and 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 you made a real good point too. It's like so this happens on May 1st out in Vegas, that thing, right? 
Yep. And they don't come out with it till like the the ninth or whatever the hell it was. I'm like, that's pretty big news, man. Yes, it is. I mean, but you if know. you know something big's gonna happen after contact in the desert, yeah, it's a good argument. And uh, like I said, it's George you know, I, Knapp. <laughs> yeah. Now, George he, Knapp also said, I remember one time. I've heard him say it a couple of times that we might be an agricultural crop, you know, scaring the shit out of people that they yeah, may exactly. want to eat us. The they might want to eat us, right? It's like yeah. he's throwing gasoline on a fire, right? Yes, sir. Like, be scared. They might want to eat you, you know, like that old Twilight Zone episode, you know, uh, we're here to how to serve man, you know? It's like, I'm like, kind of, but I'm out. And, All right, uh, sir. Well, thank you for joining us, man. Uh, yeah, I know I was a I was a barrel of fucking laughs. Oh, it's fine. That's that's what well. You I mean, I, I you know how I am, man. I'm gonna say what I think. Yep. So, that's why I brought you on. Peace, and I'm out. All right, man. Thank you. Take care, guys. <laughs> All right, guys, out of here. All right, Michelle. And so are we. Well, this one more time for people that are listening at the end. Would you mind reading this disclaimer one more time, please? Oh, in your lovely voice. Oh, this is where he puts me to work, even though I'm officially on summer vacay now. Yes. <clears throat> okay, disclaimer. <laughs> Wayne is going to be saying some things that may not sit well with some people out there, especially other experiencers. However, his opinions and criticisms in no way discount or call into question your individual experiences. This critique is only in regards to the recent happenings that involve whistleblower statements and a potential Las Vegas UFO crash. Wayne also reserves the right to be completely wrong and change his opinion multiple times in the days to come. Thank you. Exactly. So, again, don't take it personal, guys. All right. I don't know your experience. I wasn't there. Nobody knows me and Michelle's experience. We were the ones there. But this smells bad. I know Vegas generally smells bad anyways, but we like going. Oh, oh, uh, uh, all right, Michelle. I think it's time to go. We still love Vegas. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Have a great night, everyone. And remember, keep your eyes to the You have been listening to the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. You can reach us at mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at mi underscore UFO and join our Facebook group by searching for Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters. So until next time.